How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Are you caring for an aging parent? Are you searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you, providing information, education, and resources, helping you become the best caregiver you can be. I'm your host, Steve Keeker. Hello and welcome to Senior Care Live. Thanks for tuning in today. I appreciate you. This program is all about educating seniors and their caregivers, helping them make informed decisions. And it's a great place to listen and learn. And so many people consider Senior Care Live appointment radio, and I hope you will too. As always, if you have a question, you can call 1-800-331-6445. That's 1-800-331-6445. Or you can always visit online at Senior Care Live, L-I-V-E, SeniorCareLive.com. All right, so we have a great program for you here today. I haven't talked about this for uh, for quite a while, and again, I keep running into uh, a lot of the same questions out in the marketplace, and that always kind of inspires me to cover some of this uh, some of this on the radio program because if I'm being asked out in the marketplace, then guess what? Uh, you know that might be the tip of the iceberg, and that just means maybe a lot of people have they have the same or similar questions. So, want to talk today about all of the different levels of care and types of care that are available in uh, all of these senior care communities. It can get really overwhelming. It can get confusing, to say the least. There are literally hundreds of options uh, just here in the extended Kansas City metro area. And so uh, you you talk about making your head spin, (laughs) right? So, I mean, it it can be, again, overwhelming. So before I jump into uh, trying to break down and unpack each type or each level of care, then the types of care, et cetera, I just wanted to do a brief review, and maybe I'll unpack this next time or in the next week or two or three, but what to determine before even thinking about beginning your search. Well, you have to know what level of care you need. You have to understand what type of care you need, and and you need to understand this, what do you need today, and then what might you need down the road into the future? Okay, so will the level of care today meet your needs throughout your entire lifetime, or do you think that uh, you'll need to start at one level and then maybe graduate to another? So you have to anticipate 
some of your uh, potential future needs when you do this. So again, identify your level of care, your type of care. And then uh, here's the 800-pound elephant in the room, right? How are we going to pay for this? So the payment methods. Now, as I go through this throughout the show, I'm going to talk about some average costs per month. And if you're driving, I don't want you to wreck your car. (laughs) Two wheels, two hands on the wheel, 10 and two, right? So uh, so, so just... and don't you know you don't need to hide your wallet and all that but i mean it look this is expensive it's all expensive okay but is it worth it yeah absolutely it is worth it okay but but we need to talk about you know how will we pay for senior care so again level of care type of care payment methods location so if you say well steve you know i'm willing to travel you know two or three blocks from my home okay well yeah that's not very realistic you know, how far are you willing to travel to find the best place and get the best care? Okay, so that, that's a very important question. Although, look, we all want to be close, and I, I understand that. And then last but not least, anything that's very specific. So any personal preferences and needs that you may have. And, and so that's really important to identify that so that as you're checking out your options, you can see if those things might be offered uh, uh, or or not, or not, okay? So we have to know our level of care, our type of care, our payment methods, location, personal preferences and needs. So we've decided to move. We've done our homework. We know what we need. So now we need to wade out into the market. All right, so if you're moving from your home to a community, okay, a uh, a lot of people don't like the F word, facility, <laughs> okay, uh, but but if you, if you're moving to a place that uh, that have that would have you know residents, and they, they may or may not be providing care or receiving care, but if you're moving from your home to a place, the starting point as far as options would be independent living. Now, that's not a level of care, okay, that that is a place. And here's what it is. If you hear the term independent living, you're on your own, but you're not alone, right? So so you're fully independent. You have your own, uh, typically, a, a nice apartment that has some space to it. And uh, and you can get a studio apartment as well, right? But it, it, this is a nice apartment. It's got a fully functioning kitchen, uh, so you can do your own thing there. Uh, you know, studio one or two bedroom. Uh, some uh, places would offer like duplexes or fourplexes or villas or standalone homes. Okay, so although let me say this, in our area, I would say the majority of the inventory would be a, a nice apartment. Okay, so you're on your own, but you're not alone. Because obviously there are a lot of other folks around you, but you all have your own individual space and they provide uh, at least one meal for you per day Uh, if not most of them will provide a couple of meals sometimes you can buy a third one they can provide all of them but usually you're doing a little bit of cooking on your own uh, and they're they're taking care of at least the the main or the primary meal of the day if not maybe a couple of them so that takes you off the hook for you know most of your cooking or your heavy cooking, although you can still cook because it's a fully equipped and fully functioning kitchen in independent living. 
You have a lot of social opportunities. Uh, they have transportation. If you don't want to get out in, into the bad weather, uh, they'll have uh, transportation runs uh, to and from the grocery store, usually once a week, to and from a general store uh, like a Target or a Walmart or a, a Kohl's or, or whatever, uh, at, you know, once a week. And and then you'll go out on outings and activities, and uh, and it's uh, it, it's it's great. It's great. It, it's it's a you can let your hair down. You're not paying taxes and utilities. They do all the maintenance. They're shoveling the snow. They're mowing the lawn. They're trimming the trees and the bushes. They're replacing your light bulbs and your furnace filters. So I mean that that's that's nice. It's very nice. Okay, and we'll come back to the pricing uh, of these places uh, a little bit later. On the opposite end of this care spectrum, so I'm going to go from the entry level to the maximum level, and then I'm going to back up and take care of the messy middle because that's where it gets really tricky. So you can move from your home to an independent living community where it's most likely an apartment with meals, socialization opportunities, and again, some some transportation, and you're doing your thing. If you need the maximum maximum care, that is going to be called long term care. Now, uh, just like the F word is a bad word, facility. Okay, the industry doesn't like that. It sounds too clinical, and I agree with that. Uh, but the industry doesn't like that nursing home term. Okay, so uh, they don't like to be called or referred to as a nursing home, although I would, I could easily make the market that the vast majority of people in the market still call it a nursing home. They still think of it as a nursing home. Okay, but the reason the industry does not like the term nursing home is because it comes with lots of uh, negative stereotype, lots of baggage, and, uh, and, and they don't like that. Now, I would also remind them that baggage was well-earned, okay? But I would also set the record straight to say that uh, I've, look, I was around. I, I, I was around uh, the dark ages <laughs> where, where, where these nursing homes earned a, a very negative reputation. And I can also say with 100% confidence that the vast majority, I would say well over 90%, of these long-term care communities, also known as a nursing home, are nothing like they were back in the 60s and 70s and 80s where they earned that negative reputation and negative stereotype. Much, much improved. Okay, so and I think, let's give the general public credit for that. I think most of them know that and they understand that. Not all of them, okay? That's why we talk about this stuff all the time. But that highest level of care, again, long-term care is what I generally consider it or, or refer to it as some people call it nursing homes some people call it skilled nursing some people call it the health care center uh, there are all sorts of terms for that but I generally just call that long-term care that's a full medical model where they can help you with your activities of daily living plus full full-on medical care Diabetic management, insulin injection, pain management, feeding someone through a peg tube, uh, 
right? A, a two-person transfer, wound care, IV therapy. It goes on and on and on and on and on. All right, so that is uh, that highest level of care, and that's, again, long-term care. And coming up next, I'm going to jump into the messy middle when it comes to all of your community choices for senior care. But first, the Senior Care Live question of the week. Independent living is covered by long-term care insurance. Is that statement true or false? The answer coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. And don't forget, you can stream this program on any electronic device at SeniorCareLive.com and through the app Odyssey, and that's A-U-D-A-C-Y. How about that? All right, back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. Independent living is covered by long-term care insurance. Is that statement true or false? And the answer is... False. The answer is false. So long... I won't go into too much detail, maybe on another program for another day day or another time. But long-term care insurance helps to pay for a provider that provides hands-on care. And independent living has no license, no licensure, and they don't provide care. (laughs) It's as simple as that. And one of the triggers for long-term care insurance is that you are paying for and receiving help for at least uh, with at least two activities of daily living. And again, independent living, you are fully independent. There's no licensure. There are no care providers. And that's it. That's it. Now there is a gray area. I'll I'll touch on briefly later on, but 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 that's it. So, all right. So today we're talking about all of the different uh, levels of care, types of care. So if you've made the decision to move from your home to a senior care community, again that, that entry point is independent living, like we talked about uh, in the in the last part of the program. And then if we jump up to the highest level of care. And that is long-term care. That's a full-on medical model. They can help you with those daily activities plus full medical care. And this is a very standardized model, meaning they all have the same license. They're all expected to do uh, the same thing, right? And they all offer the same type of care and approach. Now, obviously, some of these long-term care providers deliver much better than others, okay? Uh, but but the bottom line, and, and, and some do just a terrible job and some in the middle or in between, but the bottom line is that's a very standardized model that is the highest level of care that uh, that is available. All right, so let's move to the messy middle. 
this is the problem child, <laughs> right? So you, you've always heard, oh, that middle child, they're, they're the ones that are going to give you trouble. They're not the oldest responsible one. They're not the baby, and they're in the middle, and so they're acting out and causing all kinds of problems. Well, first of all, let me say this. I, I've, I've actually I've, I've seen that happen, <laughs> but my wife is a middle child, and she definitely acts like the oldest. So uh, that, that stereotype doesn't always fit. So there we go. Anyway, that's completely off the subject, but uh, that, that middle ground that is, is what we're going to generally refer to. I'll break it down a little bit more in a second, but we'll generally refer to that as assisted living. And that's the very wide lane. When I, when I do presentations, I use a lot of slides. And, and visually, you can see, I mean, there's a narrow path on the left for independent living because it is what it is. There's a narrow path on the right-hand side because it's long-term care. It is what it is. And that center path is, takes up like most of the graphic on, on my page because it's a very wide lane. So assisted living is a social model. It is not a medical model. It's just not, okay? Uh, But they do a lot for you. There's a lot of support. So they can help you minimally or fully with your bathing, dressing, grooming. They can help you, uh, and it doesn't have to be all or none. Maybe you're independent with a couple of those activities of daily living. If you ever ever hear the, the, the phrase ADL, that's what they're talking about, activities of daily living, bathing, dressing, grooming, using the restroom. So, so maybe you, use, you need help with one or two of those, and maybe not all of them. Maybe you need a little help with all of them, or maybe you need full assistance with all of these things, okay? So, so they can help you a little bit, or they can offer a tremendous amount of support with these daily functions, daily tasks. So, again, bathing, dressing, grooming, they can help you use the toilet. And uh, the older we get, the more of a challenge that may become. Uh, They can help with incontinence management and incontinence support to, listen closely, to a point. Well, what do you mean, Steve? Okay. So, and, and again, this is all over the board. That's why this is a very wide lane. Some places, basically, if you can't manage your own, you know, continence, then and and you have these issues. We don't help with that. You'll have to you'll have to move on to another level of care or another place that can help you with that because we just don't offer that. And some places will help provide a tremendous amount of incontinence support and everything in between. All of these places do distribute your medications, so that is super important especially with you know some particular medications and some particular diseases it's very important that you get your medicine properly on time like for example and and I'm not a physician and you know that or I think most of you know that but for parkinson's patients okay it's critical and they take a lot of medications it's critical that you get those medicines on time absolutely on time so they can help you, again, with your bathing, dressing, grooming, toileting. They can help with incontinence support. They deliver and distribute and manage and reorder your medications. They provide all of your meals and snacks and drinks and hydration. 
There's a full slate of activities for quality of life and meaningful social engagement. Uh, Doctors make house calls. So physicians come to the assisted living community and will visit you in your apartment and do a checkup. They even have some specialists that will come in-house making house calls. Okay, so that's really nice. Uh, They can do blood draws and send out your labs. There's mobile x-ray that can come in. Home health care, and home care can come in as well, but home health care can come in for some skilled nursing visits, PTOT speech. Okay, Uh, so all of those sort of things are available. And there is a lot to like about assisted living. So again, just please keep in mind that that is not a medical model. So uh, it, here's one of the built-in challenges is that you know you'll have a, a lot of folks who will visit a you know a particular assisted living community. And they'll say, oh, don't worry, we're an age-in-place community. And your mom, your dad, your spouse, your loved one can stay here for the rest of their entire life. And although that's certainly what they hope for, let me set that record straight. Every single assisted living community has a threshold. Okay, they're not a medical model. Every single one of them, if a resident reaches a point that hits their threshold where they can no longer meet their needs, your loved one will be discharged. They will be asked to leave. Well, what do you mean? You said they can stay here. For- okay, well, yeah. A lot of times that falls into the category of overpromise, underdeliver. And coming up next, I will continue the discussion on that messy, messy middle. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. back you're listening to senior care live on the senior care broadcasting network for more information go to seniorcarelive.com don't forget to check out our podcast of all of the recent episodes again at seniorcarelive.com or wherever you get your podcasts all right so back to kind of unpacking all of the different types of care levels of care uh, that we may encounter that are available There are literally hundreds of them available in this listening audience, in in this reach, literally hundreds, okay? To say it's overwhelming to try to figure all that out is the understatement of the century. So just trying to give a good overview, unpack some of this, define some of these levels of care, and and then pretty soon I'm going to provide some, uh, an average cost per month. And again, Keep your hands at 10 and 2. Do not wreck that car. And don't choke. <laughs> put, put down your drinks. Put down your food. Don't choke. <laughs> because some of the, it gets a little expensive. So, so we talked about independent living being that entry, that kind of that entry level. There's no care there. There's no license tied to that. We talked about the high-end long-term care, 
A lot of folks still consider that a nursing home or refer to it. That's that medical model. And, and I talk about the level of care, and I, I equate the level of care with their license. There's a licensure that long-term care is issued, and it, and it outlines exactly what they can do or can't do. That's, that's basically what they're authorized to provide. Again, the same thing with assisted living. There is a licensure tied with that level of care. It's very different than long-term care. And that license outlines what they can provide. Now, the wild card comes in with assisted living is that although they have this licensure, they can choose. There's there's a lot of leeway in there. They can choose to be a little more of an independent community, or they can choose to bring in heavier need residents. Okay, so you have some assisted living communities kind of leaning way over to the left towards that independent living zone. Some of them will bend over backwards to keep you out of a long-term care community and keep you there as long as they can. And they lean way over to the right towards that long-term care level of care, but but stay still staying in their lane. And oh, by the way, everything in between. <laughs> so so that that's the big challenge is that it's just it's just not a standardized model. The licensure is the same, but they can kind of pick and choose a, a lot of of what they're going to offer there. So we talked about assisted living is that social model helping with those activities of daily living, distribute your medications, it can help you. Uh, with your uh, you know, bathing, dressing, grooming, toileting, incontinence support, full slate of activities for meaningful social engagement. Doctors and specialists will come in-house. Uh, they distribute your medications for you. I'm, look, they're just, there's a lot to like. It's just not medically based. Okay? Okay. I'm a drummer, so I'm, I'm going... <laughs> right? So... These are some of the prices. Hands at 10 and 2. Come on now. All right. So independent living in our area, the majority of the places, kind of right down the middle, is going to be $3,000 a month, upwards to about $5,000 per month. I think that's going to cover most of the places. And one of the... One of the drivers is going to be, you know, how, how big is the apartment? Okay, and that, that is the main driver. I mean, if you're in a freestanding, you know, just beautiful high-end villa, you know, you might be you know, paying five or $6,000 a month for that easily. If you're in a nice one-bedroom apartment, you know, you might be around uh, 3500 you know, maybe 4000 okay. A two-bedroom apartment, maybe kind of somewhere in the middle of that. Maybe a studio apartment on that lower end, around 3000 But you're not paying taxes. Uh, you're not paying, you know, two, $300 a month for, for homeowner's insurance. Might be paying about 10 or 15 bucks a month for renter's insurance, just on contents. You're not paying any of the utilities. And most of your groceries uh, are going to be provided by them because they're cooking uh, at least your main meal, if not a couple of meals. Okay, so if you if you add it up, 
and compare it, even if your house is paid off, and compare it to what you're paying for in your house and take, I mean, you know, the taxes on a, on a, on a house could be three, four, five, six hundred dollars a month just for taxes. Right? Your homeowner's insurance could be a couple hundred bucks a month or so. You've got some places, you know, HOA costs and all sorts of things, plus your breakdowns and your repairs and replacing the roof and, and maybe paying someone to mow the lawn. I mean, you add that up, it's not that far off, surprisingly. Okay, if you move into assisted living, uh, that the, the driver for the cost of assisted living is going to be the size of your apartment, studio, one bedroom, two bedroom, and then how much care you need. So most places have a base charge plus a level of care charge. So if you need just a little bit of help, you'll be paying less than someone who needs a lot of help. Now, some places do have a flat fee for service, all-inclusive flat rate per month. Uh, more often than not, way more often than not, you've got that base charge plus a level of care. So, uh, uh, again, with those drivers of the size of the apartment and then how much help you need, you're looking at somewhere between $5,000, $5,500 a month, maybe upwards of you know $7,500 to maybe $8,000. That's going to cover the vast majority of places in this listening audience and in the reach of this program. All right. And then if you move up to long-term care, you've got a couple of choices. You have a shared room or a semi-private room. Okay. And then you have a private room. So let me say by the time you graduate to long-term care, it's, it's not much about your personal space, and it's mostly about the care that you receive and the staffing levels and all of that. Okay, so a semi-private or a shared room is going to be somewhere between, uh, on the low end of it, 6000 a month, upwards of about $8,000 or so per month for a shared room and long-term care. A private room goes at a premium, and that's going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of about $8,500 a month or so, maybe upwards of $13,000, $14,000 per month. That's the hands at 10 and 2 part, <laughs> okay, because that is obviously super, super expensive. And then that messy middle has a couple, couple of other parts that I uh, intentionally left out until now. There is an option called a, uh, and here's that F word again, <laughs> facility, residential care facility. Don't blame me, blame the state. That's what the license says. RCF, residential care facility. Just consider that generally, not always, but generally speaking, kind, kind of assisted living light where there's less care and, uh, and, and the, the residents there are really more independent. They, they just require less help. Uh, those uh, RCFs are going to be anywhere from uh, around 3000 a month to maybe 5000 a month. That's pretty common. And then I would call assisted living on, on the high end, okay, approaching that long-term care level of care. Uh, it, there is a special type of place, uh, and the license is, is, calls it Home Plus, and I've talked about Home Plus uh, several times on the program. 
previously. And what that is, is that is a ranch-style house, typically speaking, that can accommodate uh, 6 to 12 residents. And it's uh, solidly at that assisted living level, but but really on that higher end. Uh, some of these places could offer a two-person transfer, uh, d- diabetic management insulin injection, and, uh, and some really, really high-level of care. Uh, the Home Plus... Not all of them, most of them specialize in caring for individuals with memory challenges, cognitive impairment, some form of dementia, but not all of them. I, I'm glad to see that. A lot of these new home pluses that are popping up and, and available, uh, you don't have to have memory challenges to live there. And, and I'm, I'm glad to see that. I, I think that's a good thing. So Home Plus is going to run anywhere from about $6,500 to $7,000 per month, upwards of about $8,000 to $8,500 per month. Okay? And so uh, that is the messy middle. <laughs> you have assisted living that's all over the board. Uh, by the way, and, th- and then when you're looking for that, you're like, well, what is residential care? I mean, what does that mean? Well, well, Home Plus, well, that looks like a great environment. Now, you have your own bedroom, and many times you have like a ho- your own master suite where there's you know master bathroom that you have. You don't have to share that, and everyone eats family style, and there's a living room just like at home. And but, uh, Is that appropriate for me? Right? Well, if you have questions about that, and if you need help navigating that messy middle I would invite you to reach out to Senior Care Consulting at 913-945-2800. This is what we do every day, all day for the last almost 20 years. 913-945-2800. We can definitely help you navigate that messy middle. I'll have more coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. All right, then there are a couple of gray areas in that messy middle. And this this makes the messy middle even more difficult to navigate. And I've heard all the stories, I don't know how many times over all the years. Steve, we went to an independent living community and it, it sure was nice but you were concerned that you know mom or dad my loved one is, is going to need some some care and the independent living community said oh hey hey listen you don't need that assisted living place we got you covered right here right? we we can do anything and everything we're, we're basically the same thing as assisted living is that true steve and i'm like eh. no it's not <laughs> over promise under deliver Pretty misleading. If you hear that, uh, that person doesn't know what they're talking about. Because guess what? Assisted living has a license, a licensure. Independent living does not, period. End of the story. But here's the gray area. 
not all, but some independent living communities have an on-site home care provider. Just like the home care provider that will come to your home in wherever you might be living right now on an hourly basis. Well, and it's and it's a great fit for some people. Okay, I think it's kind of a specialty fit, but I've helped a lot of people figure this one out as well. You move to an independent living apartment and you need just a little bit of help, but you're just not ready for assisted living. But you can't live alone. You need to be around other people. You would benefit from the meals being made for you because your dietary situation and nutrition situation is not so great, <laughs> right? So you could really benefit by, by the socialization and all these other things. But you need just a little bit of help. Some independent living communities have these on-site home care providers, and they're right there in the building, and they have staff in the building, and they can come down to your apartment And a lot of them will offer to break that up into 15-minute increments or just stop by like per visit, maybe to help you get dressed. Might take five minutes and then they're done and you're off. Okay, well, if they come to your home, usually there's a two to a four-hour minimum because someone's driving all the way across town to see you. Well, that's not very cost-effective and not really a great solution if that's all you need. Maybe you just need a medication reminder a couple times per day. Maybe you need help getting undressed and getting your pajamas and kind of turning down for the evening. Okay, so the on-site home care provider can kind of help out and do that. But uh, make no mistake, that is an independent living apartment plus a home care service. And it's a great fit for a lot of people, but it is absolutely not assisted living, period. It's not. All right, then the other gray area where in, is, is assisted living? We're an age and place community. You don't need that long-term care. I, I mean, we, we've got it covered. We can bring in hospice and we can do this and we can do that and, and, and blah, blah, blah. Okay. So, and I don't know how many times <laughs> I've received the call. Steve, they told us, you know, all of that stuff and more. So we were really counting on that. We moved dad in and three months later, we got a discharge letter. Sorry, we can no longer meet your loved one's needs. Uh, He has to be out of here in 30 days. Find another place. Did they lie to me? I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Leave me out of it. I don't know what they were. I don't know what was said. But again, that falls squarely into the bucket of overpromise and underdeliver. Squarely in that bucket. Now, it's their goal to take care of your loved one for life, but A national study that I happen to like, I think it's really good, states that 59% of assisted living residents will require more care than is available. They'll exceed that threshold and they'll have to move to long-term care. So that that statement of we can take care of your loved one for life, 41% of the time, that's correct. Now, I have to say that most of the, not all the places, most of the places that I'm aware of uh, I think that 59% number is much lower than that. But it, the bottom line is uh, all kinds of assisted living residents get that discharge notice saying we can no longer meet your needs. You need to move to a higher level of care, which is long-term care. So just be careful of those two gray areas. And then, oh boy, we have the terribly misused term memory care. Some places and people will use the term memory care like that's a place. 
just like like hospice. Oh, hospice. Like it's a place. No, hospice is a service that can be provided wherever you call home. And by the way, uh, like our friends at Kansas City Hospice, they do have the Kansas City Hospice House in the North, North Care Hospice House up north. Okay, so they actually do have a hospice house. It is an actual facility, okay, where they provide incredible hospice care. But the majority of hospice care is provided wherever you call home, whether that's in at your house or your assisted living apartment or your long-term care community, okay? So same thing with memory care. Memory care can be found at all of those different levels of care that I mentioned earlier. Memory care can be found at the residential care level of care, at the home plus level of care, at the assisted living level of care, and at the long-term care, that nursing home, that medical model level of care. All right, so a lot of times, oh, well, they have assisted living and they have memory care. Okay, well, now you're, now you're, you're comparing assisted living, which is a level of care, with memory care, which is a type of care. Right, and I'm, I'm trying to standardize this, <laughs> right? So memory care is a special type of care for residents with cognitive impairment, and it can be offered within that assisted living level of care. It's just a different part of the building, and I've covered that quite a few times on previous episodes. So just don't misunderstand uh, that memory care is a type of care that can be provided at multiple levels. And then I'm not going to get into it today, but a continuing care retirement community is is all of the above, where the concept is to sell your home and downsize into an independent living uh, portion of the community. And then as you decline over the years and as you need a little more help, you can move on to the assisted living part of the community and get some help there. And then if you need more help than that, you can transition down and keep on transitioning to the long-term care part of the community and never have to change your address or never have to leave the organization. They've got you covered. Okay, and that's a continuing care retirement community. I'm working with more and more senior care consulting clients trying to navigate that one. That one is the most difficult community to try to wrap your arms around and to try to navigate and figure out which one is the right one and the best fit because you have all kinds of moving parts independent living got that messy middle with assisted living and then you've got long-term care some have memory care some don't some are medicaid certified some are not right so it goes on and on and on and on and then assisted living is the second most challenging or difficult level of care to navigate just because it's that wide lane and there's just a tremendous uh, variance in there as far as what is offered. If you or your family are getting ready to do a search and you're, you're trying to get it right, you want to have confidence in your decision, I would invite you to reach out to Senior Care Consulting at 913-945-2800 and 913-945-2800 or visit online at SeniorCareConsulting.com. We offer a free consultation. would love to visit with you to show you how we can help you find the very best senior care community meeting your exact needs. All right, I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. Join me next week right here on Senior Care Live.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.